things growing up here. What, what did your family do at Thanksgiving? Eat. <laughs> well, Eat. Yeah. yeah. At Thanksgiving, we, we, it used to be much colder at Thanksgiving than it is now, and we killed hogs. Oh, that's exactly. Oh. That's what my family did. Yeah. We killed hogs on Thanksgiving Day. Well, we'd have a big meal, too, you know, turkey and all the trimmings and I don't, probably a ham. And I we don't know had what. A tenderloin, usually, or ribs. After they'd kill a hog, you'd take that fresh meat, you know. Well, my papa would whittle these sticks and were made out of pine, I think. I don't know. Cedar. Cedar. Cedar sticks. And they had points on the end of them. And, you know, the center part of the pork chop, yeah. He that was he cut that out and then he would put them on that stick and you fry them and today I guess they'd be called shish kebabs but he called them city chicken oh. <laughs> city chicken and but that was on that little stick and those pieces man that was good but now if it was cedar the cedar would probably make it taste. Yeah. Probably some other wood. Maybe it was. It looked it looked like cedar. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but he kept them from year to year. I mean, he didn't, oh, didn't okay. whittle them every year, and uh, you know, I guess they washed them. I don't know. It tasted pretty <laughs> good, and uh, but that was called city chicken, city and backbones and boiled potatoes and kraut. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tell me more about killing a hog. Like, well, when do you get the hog, and how long do you keep it fed? And Oh, well, we need, I mean, you fatten them up good, you know, you a, a lot of, uh, six months or longer, you fatten your hogs, and then you're done. My daddy would uh, kind of uh, put a rope around them and get them up towards where the boiling water was, and then he'd shoot it. And you had a big black kettle, and it had uh, water in it, and you built a fire in it, and it had boiling water. And um, then you'd shoot your hog and tie it up and string it up and it would hang down. And I could dress a hog. <laughs> and then you'd split it down. Or you bled it first. You bled it. Then you'd split it. <laughs> Have I missed a step? <laughs> you didn't bleed it. <laughs> I bled it for you. <laughs> Now, what did I do? What? He was just. No, he was just. He was just. He was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you spread it open and you got out your liver and heart and you took the entrails, put them over to the side and in a bucket or, or by our dirt ground or something. And um, of course, the women picked the, the ribs, I mean, picked the liver and the heart up and took it to the house to clean it, wash it up. Then later on, you would go over them uh, entrails and pick off the fat because there was a lot of fat on the entrails. And um, then, then let's say I you could... Lard was your only cooking oil. I was going to say, so what, is that what you did with the fat? They mm -hmm. yeah. uh, rendered it. Render it. And, uh -huh. and then... Uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of fat. You, you saved the fat. Is that when they got the chitlins or whatever they call those? I heard my, I hear Granny talk about uh -huh. your chitlins. chitlins. Yeah. yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But there must just be one section that you use because it, uh, you'd have to be careful where you put the rest of the 
the entrails. Drag them over the hill to the moon. Yeah, the dogs would get out of them. Yeah. How did they cure it or, or oh, store it? Or, yeah. Well, <laughs> when you get a hog, you, you would keep you'd have your hogs. We always just raise them and them run loose out there. But if you want to kill them, you put them up about four to six weeks before yeah. that you kill them. Well, and I say put them up, you put them on a floored pen so that they won't be running all over the place and wearing that fat off. And you feed them everything they'll eat, all the corn and stuff like that they'll eat. And then when they get real nice and fat, that's when you pop them. And then you don't never shoot a pig between eyes. You're going to make a very angry hog. You shoot him two inches high above between the eyes, and you kill him better than He won't even squeal. But uh, the, uh, the the lard was a very important part of it because people didn't have any cooking oil to them. That was it. We sat up about all night rendering lard and grinding sausage. Sometimes we'd have folks, you know, we had some colored people in the neighborhood. Sometimes we'd give them a head or something and they'd go make a sauce meat out. But now a lot of people, my grandpa was real big on this. The day that the hog was killed, he cut the tail off, maybe the snout, maybe the feet, and go in after we got the hog and while we was working it up. He'd take them in and put them in the grave or the fireplace and <laughs> bro them there in the fireplace and he'd eat the tail and all that kind of stuff in it. So nothing, nothing was wasted. Very little. No, nothing. Just the entrails mostly was. Well, and then too, when they would take them down from the hangar in the tree, I mean, I can see all this in my mind's eye, can't you? They had this, uh, well, today you probably call them, uh, what are those flat wooden things? Uh, pallets? Pallets, but they weren't pallets. They just had this, this wood. And you'd lay that hog down there, and that fire that you'd started earlier, you'd dip these feed sacks in and they would get hot and you'd lay them because this was my job. This, okay. this was, um, there was several of us that did this. And you'd lay that over the pig, those hot feed sacks, because it softened it. And then you'd get a butcher knife and you'd scrape all the hair off of it. Uh-huh. And sometimes you'd get a hog that had calyx. <laughs> and they were the hardest, and they were hardest to get the, get the, the hair off of. And it was growing a different, a different way or whatever. But now, yeah. After you cut the hog up, like the shoulders and the hams and the back. You okay. scrape him first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 I can see you with my grandpa. He had you scraping that tail right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the newbie always got to scrape the tail first yeah. time. Yeah. I have you scrape the hog. You had to get it pretty clean. You'd have to keep that water. Somebody had to keep fire. We'd have two big 55-gallon barrels, maybe even a, a big old round iron kettle there with that stuff. They keep, you keep putting that water boiling on there, you know, but you had to scrape them pretty fast. If you didn't, you scald him a time or two, you get the hair off the hair set. That's what they call it, and then it wouldn't come out. But after you got the, the hog dead, when you, when you, the first day you'd shoot the hog, drag him out of the pen, and you'd cut his throat. Let him bleed. None, he wasn't happy about none of this, so it was, it was kind of confusing. <laughs> so, but after you drug him on a sled or something and haul him down to the barn, down around the house where everybody was working, and me, he didn't like that part either. But uh, after you would scrape the holes, well, we had what we called hog hangers. We took three big two-by-fours and put bolts through them. We put two bolts through the rear ankles of the hog, and you took, you just had three big two-by-fours down like this. The one in the middle 
you used it to push the others up, and you can pick that up, and you raise that hog right up, you picked him up where his head cleared the ground, he didn't want his head dragging the ground. And uh, you washed him down, you let it cool a few minutes, and you would have to take a meat solid, sometimes you'd have to take a, a cleaver or a hatchet and cut it through the hips and what have you, but uh, you got good when you could come right straight down that backbone down through there and have both sides equal, you know. Grandpa would have what you don't get on one piece and be on the other, but the whole art of the whole thing was to cut it equally there because some people like the backbone or, or uh, uh, pork loin, some people like their meat and pork chops. I like them big old thick greasy pork chops there, you know. And uh, after you cut him in half, you wash it down the splice down hang there a while, and then sometimes we kill two or three at a time. While we worked out enough, we let that cool. We always had a smokehouse, not a place for it up there. And uh, we you, you use hickory smoke. I like to use hickory and applewood. I was still doing it after Linda and I got married, had the kids. But you could also get, the farm stores would have hickory cured salt and stuff like that. And uh, the, I always thought the best part of the hog was the jaw bacon. Actually, if you go to get it, it makes the best BLT sandwiches and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so did like you have dog. a smokehouse, too? Yeah, we yeah. had a smokehouse. Yeah, yeah I could close my eyes and see Emmett, Uncle Emmett, walking from the barn out there with that big old ham thing on over his shoulders, carrying it to the smokehouse. Can you put your ham and shoulders and what you were going to salt down? The Midlands, that was your Midlands. Mm -hmm. And salt them down. And they had to cool off so so many days. Then after that, you could hang them up for to cure. Yeah. You after they cooled a few days, and you salted them down. Then you come back there and trim the ham down and all that sort of stuff. And you usually kept the hams till they sit for a while. Usually it was Thanksgiving, while well, we'd fix one of the pork shoulders along with the turkey or something yeah. like that. And the Midlands, uh, you go to work on them pretty quick. Frying, that's what you make bacon out of and all that. And your mother would can. Our mothers would can the sausage. Now, Mrs. Little, uh, she would take the sausage and take an ear of corn and take the, uh, in a chuck, and take that corn out, the ear of corn out, and put that uh, sausage in that chuck and twist the ends together and put it in the smokehouse. And you can? People raise their own sage and stuff like yeah. that. People have. And I guess that sage was what kept the bats out, yeah. wasn't it? didn't like it. How, many, how much food does it, I mean, how long would that pig last you once you cured it and stored well, it? Well, it depends on how many hungry little mouths. Yeah. But how long did it, you know, Back in those days, people had pretty good-sized families. You know, that's why I said sometimes you'd fix two or three hours there.